right. Mics are hot. Mics are hot. Mics are hot. Welcome to 91 Octane. Welcome. I am John. I'm Randy. And on today's episode, of course, we're going in your headlines, going under the hood. Uh, we come back with the pick of the month, uh, coming back on this month. And then we're also covering the legends. I love this segment so much when you ran it. I don't know, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks ago. Uh, last week. No. Oh, two, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> a while ago. Yeah, that's why I went two, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks ago uh, uh-huh. that I decided to bring it back this time with a new legend, Colin McRae, and we'll get into that All right. when we get there. But then also today, Fight, Function, and Form is coming back mm-hmm. with racing seats. But first... Let's kick it off with some headlines. I have two this week, John. So the first one is commodity prices are going up. Yes, they so are. So you are an economist by degree. Yes. Um, how this relates. Well, we know that not only are is wood and lumber going up. Yeah. A two by four by not, eight. Not our wood. Let's yes. Like <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, especially my age. But um, a two by four by eight costs like 10 bucks. It used to cost like two to three. It's more than that. Is but it yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah it's okay. more than that. Like uh, uh, I, I've been wanting to redo doing some landscaping in the back. OK. And kind of, you know, putting some nicer things together. And mm-hmm. we were looking at I had previously looked like early 2020. OK. And it was going to be like two grand, three grand to do what I wanted to do. Uh huh. Now it's like twelve grand. Twelve thousand dollars. Twelve thousand dollars. To like do everything that I wanted to do, right? Or maybe a little extra here and there, but right, dude, lumber has like four x, five x, six x in some cases, man. Damn, yeah, that is insane. Yeah, dude, it's wild. So with regards to used car prices, they've also gone up. Oh yeah, yeah. So the question is, is it time to sell the Prelude? Oh my god, <laughs> I know, I, I get all wishy washy, dude. Like it's not even like yes. Right. For, to answer your question, yes. Right. But the market is so hot for sellers right now. Yeah. Like, I'm even considering selling the E92. Just to sit on the profit? Just and- because, yeah, like, I'm not, oh. like, not going to get this kind of money, right. you know, if I wait. Yes. But, I mean, I don't really want to sell it. I wanted to keep it. Yes. You know? Yes. But at the same time, it's like, oh, man, like, it's, it's so appealing. It is. You know, I mentioned, I think, you know, a few weeks ago or so that I even considered selling the truck. Like, I, yeah, I, I yeah. checked the, the price check on Carvana, yeah, the, you, you know? make money from yeah, trading it in. dude. From a trade-in, you yeah. make money. So, for the, for the Prelude, no doubt you should sell it right now. Yeah. You know, I might take advantage. Yeah. After. No, I will say, I don't know how much this market applies to your prelude. That's the problem. <laughs> That's my problem. Where yeah. does it land with rock bottom like shit? Because um, I still see I some mean, junkers for like 15 to like three grand on on uh, offer up. And I mean, there. I mean, the whole market elevates. Correct. Right? The whole That's market true. elevates. But true. it's your margins are probably going to be the smallest mm. compared. I mean, like if we look at the stock market, right, if you look at like large cap versus small cap. Yes. Stocks, mm-hmm. small caps tend to be, you know, well, I guess it's the opposite. Small caps tend to be higher rights, have higher rises. Right. Um. So it's the opposite of that. I don't know, man. I, like, it's tough to say, right? I mean, because the demand of the prelude. I, I just don't high. know. It's is not it? High. I don't know. Like, well, there, I haven't paid attention at all. So there was a better trim, the uh, the SH. Right. Uh, when I was doing my research for pick of the month. Yeah. There was a SH with 100K miles for 6,005 stock. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, that's actually that's a pretty lot. good. That, 
That's well, but it's only 100k miles, so that's a kind uh, of a good price. Whereas mine is 200k miles. Engine swap. I mean, 100k is up there. It's up there, but for a Honda, you know, that's young. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess uh, you're it's right. It's an unloved Honda, though, so but it's I not think Integra. I, I think that puts you at like three to four, no? Four to five? Three to four? I would four? ideally, if I can get above four, I would probably get rid of it. Oh, so yeah. So if there's anybody wanting to buy it out there yeah. listening. It's freshly swapped. Freshly swapped. Comes with a pan for the oil. Yeah. <laughs> 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 My old garage door is what the pan is. <laughs> Yeah, to catch oh, the oil, funny. but it is yeah. on Coney Yellows and Integra Type R wheels. Oh yeah, and it's gonna get some love today too. It's so. gonna get it got some love today. Oh so yeah, it's freshly washed. It's I saw fr- it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's why I backed my car in and took yeah, pictures. Yeah. I was like, oh, this looks good right here. Yeah, you can see all the paint, like you yeah, know, the clear yeah. coat fading from the sun. It's funny how much a wash really enhances a car. Yes, like you don't think so, yeah. and then you clean it, and it's like, oh shit, like. Like, cause I, I said the wifey was, had been look shopping for a car. Sure. Um, she was, she's kind of over her challenger a little okay. bit, but it was really dirty. Uh huh. And so then she got it washed and she's like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yeah. I'm digging my car. I'm yeah, digging my funny. car. It makes sense. But- yeah. Makes sense. But let's get into our next headline. So someone got tired of 86 owners bitching about not. About the low power numbers on the new 8.6. Yes. HKS has come out with a GT2 supercharger system mm-hmm. for the 8.6. The new one. The new one. The new, new one. The That's new, not new. Even out 2022. Yet. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's and it ranges from 60 to 100 horsepower. They're estimating Game. there's going to be different packages, right? Okay. That, rain, that put it in that range, okay. right? And the gain is on 228 horsepower. Um, put a hundred horsepower on that. You're talking three twenty eight horsepower. The new Supra, although clearly that's not what it's putting out, yeah. but it's rated, I believe, at like three forty. Right. Yes. Yeah. Three forty right? or three sixty. Something right? like that. So, and the the uh, the eight six is ten more than ten thousand dollars cheaper than the four cylinder Supra. That's right. That's absolutely. It's forty three k. You're right. Yeah. Which is which is also at like that two twenty mark. It's two fifty ish. I two fifty ish. Yeah. Yeah. So with a supercharger that presumably for a JDM car is going to cost maybe five or six k. Yeah. Um, you're in it for thirty six k, which is still like six thousand dollars cheaper than, than a Supra. four cylinder Supra. Are yes. you taking the supercharged eight six before a four cylinder Supra? Absolutely, yes. Real? Okay, I, I yeah. am. That oh, was a, that was no hesitation. Really? Yes. I, I, why? You know why? It's the styling has. It's more than grown on me. I the like 8.6. it. Yes, I like it. The a lot. new one. The new one. I like it a lot. I'm with you. Really? I'm with you there. I I I haven't liked. I don't hate the eight six. Let me let me let me put that out there. The current right? one or the last one? The current one. one. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't hate it. Okay. But it's never really appealed to me. Sure. But the new design of it. Yes. I'm I'm really really digging it. Mm-hmm. It speaks to me. Yes. It definitely speaks to me. A thousand. And it's it's sort of super esque. Like it's almost right. influenced by the super lines, kind of smoother, softer, right, Not rounder lines, like the. The back hips are not so obnoxiously wide. Yeah, yeah. Where the trunk, you know, the trunk of the Supra, it just, I don't know, something about that lip uh, spoiler. 
Oh, does the it back. do it for you? Not really. Oh, just the okay. overall everything doesn't really do it for me. I still dig the Supra. Okay. I mean. But yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'd have way more fun in a supercharged 8.6. Mm, so that's what appeals to you more. Yeah. Now, it is a Subaru engine. It is a Subaru engine. It's a 2.4 liter. Right. So it's so bigger. We know what happens when you boost Subaru engines. That's also true. But I, I, don't, I haven't heard bad things about the last 8.6. That's true. And I don't know. Supercharged. Were, were there a lot of people supercharging them? Dude, Edelbrock has one for them. Yeah, but were there a lot of people doing them? Yeah, there were. I would say so. Uh, There's okay. even carb legal ones. Oh yeah. So, I wonder if the HKS one is going to be. That's the question. Yeah. That's ultimately they my. They don't have question. any information on that, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, if they're smart for a call for a car that tends to sell a lot of numbers. Yes. You would guess that it'd be. Carb approved. So the question is: Is it this year the year of the eight six at SEMA? Is this is yeah? Is this year SEMA the year of the eight six? If not the no, you Mm. know you know who I think it's gonna be the well, no. What? When does it come? I don't know when it comes out. It comes out around fall. It's a twenty twenty two model, so it'll be here. When does the four hundred come out? The four hundred Z. Uh, pre-orders are rumored to be, oh no, they're going to launch the un- U.S. unveiling August 17th, 2021. Yeah. Z. Um, pre-orders I heard were going to be in November or that's the rumor. The rumor is pre-orders would be De- in November. Pre-order delivery or pre-order? Pre-order, pre-order. Okay. So they can't, so be, the, it's a it can't be this year for, yes, I, damn, there's. I guess it's the eight six. I can't think of any other. So, car. Oh, so you were thinking it might be the Z. It might. Yeah, be the I mean, Z. if it was out, it would totally be the Z. Mm, okay. Okay. But it might be the eight six. Although the eight six would have had to release now for people to do the projects. Not really, SEMA. because registration for builds just opened up for SEMA. Well, what I mean is the time it takes to do a build. Right. That's what I mean. Like, okay, okay. You know, like some people, I mean, some people finish their builds in like three weeks prior to the that's show. That's true. That's also true. So I would guess then they would do the same, you know. I mean, to your point, the Supra's at the last SEMA we went to. But that's to. a good question. I don't really have a standout for, you know, kind of like the Supra was. Yeah. I think you it'll know? be the 8.6. We'll see BRZs and 8.6s. Like last time, two years ago when we went, mm-hmm. I, w- I was taking pictures of every Supra and posted it on our stories. Yes. Which car is it going to be this year? If there is one. Right. I think it could be the 8.6, personally. Especially in the JDM booths. It'll be an 8.6 and a Supra right next to each other. Because that's like the that's like the, a dream garage, almost. That's the modern-day NSX. You know, j- with, with my luck, it's probably going to be the, the M3 and the M4. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be buck teeth, buck teeth, buck teeth, buck teeth. <laughs> oh, we're going to leave early, most likely, then. Yeah. That's the case. Fuck this. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes. But anyway, next headline. Next headline. So you probably had heard um, Apple is or we had previously talked about Apple being uh, trying to get back into the car game. Right. Or rumors of them joining the car game, the electric car game. Right. The rumor or what actually happened this week was they did hire a former BMW executive to run their car program. Right. He was part of BMW when they launched the i3 and the i8. Okay. Is the Apple car going to look like an i3 or an i8? Um, he's an engineer. He is. That's true. I would be more inclined to say yes if it was a designer. Mm, okay. But I think Apple 
it will still look more like an iPhone than the i8 or the i3. You think Johnny Ive will have his uh, touch on the oh uh, yeah I on think the Apple a- car? Like Apple and their designs, mm-hmm. it tends to even with like platforms that are completely different. Yes, like even the watches, right? The watches just look like mini iPhones. Yes, and in they're a, square; they're not circle. Exactly, yes. right? Like I think Apple's pretty uniform about their design. Okay, they want the idea for them is to create a single ecosystem of all the same shit to wrap you in, yes. and not let you out. Right, right, right. So I think they're gonna do the same with the car. So you think it'll be all like squared out, kind of? Maybe, uh, or? No, I don't know about squared out, but it'll it'll have. It'll, it'll find a way. I'm, I can't design for Apple. So sure, sure. I can't even picture what it would look like. But I, wh- what I think is this is not going to look like the i3 or the i8. Okay. Here's a follow-up question to that. How could Apple possibly disrupt? What kind of crazy or fancy awesome feature could Apple create that could disrupt the electronic electric car market? I don't think that's what they're doing. You don't think so? No. I think they're – I think – I mean, they, they could, right? They do software there. They might find. And if I had the ideas, I'd probably be right. looking for Apple. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> yeah, We're not. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but I think for them, it's just more about adding a, another hook. OK. To the Apple name. Right. Ah, to grab people. OK. Right now. Oh, shit. Now my watch and my phone and my uh, Car? Apple TV and everything talks together. And, oh, right, that piece. Right. So they're creating and an, they can eventually have an Apple city where everything is Apple uh-huh, and, uh-huh. and the pe- people who are Apple fans will live in it. Okay. Um, I don't know that they're after disrupting. I, I, maybe. I mean, they're. Because that's what they try to do. They're with, tech companies, so that's right. what they do. That's what they did with the phone. Yeah. Right? And prior yeah. to that, the MacBook Pros were like the first unibody laptop. They're, like your laptop in front of you is really a copy of the MacBook Air. Did Apple disrupt with design, though? They did. They had aluminum um, chassis laptops uh, where you couldn't remove the battery. Right. So that's what I mean. Like they, they're not they didn't design anything new. They use different materials. That's correct. They use different and were assholes about what you could repair. Correct. That's also true. So I think that's essentially what they'll do. Right. Yeah. They'll, they'll find a way to exploit technology <laughs> yeah. that has already been invented. Right. right? They'll lock you out of yeah. modding your Make car. Make it seem exclusive. Yeah. And repackage it. Uh-huh. Put a 200 percent markup on it and say, <laughs> hey, Apple fanboys. Come, come get this. But if their reservation list is crazy, then maybe they it won. will. You know, it will be. Yeah. Right. You know, it will. But there's still tons of Apple fanatics out there. There is. Yeah. Definitely. And, you know, and, and I'm not. I've been anti Apple for a while. Sure. Uh, but I have to give them a lot of props. Mm-hmm. They're sort of leading the way in privacy right now. Right. Um, they're really taking care of the consumer in that regard right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. I have my suspicions. Right. Yeah. Apple has notoriously had issues. All big with companies have their suspicions. Slowing down their old phones. Oh, yeah. You know, there was like that. Sh- there was really, really that. shady shit. Yeah. You know, so I'm not going to say that their Apple is the consumer favoring company. Right. Right. Uh, but they've been leading the way with privacy. Now, Android is, is picking that up because of them. Mm-hmm. So they've disrupted the market in that way. Yes. Uh, but at the same time, I, I think they're they're just going to take something that already exists, repackage it, 
use the Apple fanboys to make it seem exclusive and awesome and nice and shiny. Yeah. And then sell it to the masses that way. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, they don't need to. They don't need to disrupt. You know what I mean? They're, That's they're true. They're a giant. That is true. So they can put they can shit like on a, you know, on a design and there'd be enough people say, oh, that looks like a pretty nice turd. Like, I'll, <laughs> like, I'll buy it. It's an apple turd. Let <laughs> yeah. me buy it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, you know, okay. that's but we'll see. I'm curious to what they come out with. But yes, no different than me being curious about Sony and what they come out. Right. With, with their right? car. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So but let's move into our next headline. So this cop woke up one day a police officer mm -hmm. and was like, I'm going to ignore the law and turn this car into a bowling ball. Okay. This should be a good use of my time. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, and apparently this car, this cop was after a two for one special. I don't know if you heard this story. No. So in Arkansas, this police trooper, mm -hmm. uh, caught up to a lady who was allegedly speeding. Okay. Right? Let's say she was. Yeah. And in this video, right, there's a video of this. Uh -huh. um, she is driving down the highway, and now she has slowed down to a crawl. What would be a crawl on the highway? I don't know the actual speed limit or the, the speed that she was going at. Mm -hmm. But she's going in a crawl, and she has turned on her hazards. Okay. Right? So she's moving over to the shoulder, and she's on the shoulder of the highway, slowed down with her hazards on. Yep. And the cop has got his lights on. Mm -hmm. This motherfucker. Uh-huh. Steps on the gas yep. and pit maneuvers the yes, lady. Yeah. Pit maneuvers the lady, sends her across the highway, flips the car, and lands upside down. Mm -hmm. Turns out this lady's pregnant. Yeah. No less. Yes. And he walks up to the car, casual as fuck. Doo -doo 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 -doo, uh -huh. <laughs> right? Like, oh, you know, w are you okay? Blah, blah. And she's like, I'm pregnant. Like, what are you doing? She's like, you should have slowed down. That's what he said. Yeah, like I you, didn't you watch the you end. Should've, just, you should have. Yeah, like you were. You were. You should have slowed. Down. You should have stopped. You should have come to a stop. And she's like, "I was looking for. A, I don't. I, I'm now. I'm like kind of verbatim, not ver speaking verbatim, but okay. something along the line that I was. I was looking, you know, to stop. And by law in Arkansas, if you feel like you don't have a safe spot to stop, yeah, the rule is turn on your hazards, oh. and slowly come to a safe area to stop sure this motherfucker didn't know the law or decided to ignore it uh-huh and pit maneuvers the lady just for like speeding. A, pit ma a pit maneuver yeah like that should be last resort and like even here dude like they don't do that they here. don't do like there will be long police chases versus and, a pit maneuver. yeah and they will put down spike strips yeah. And use every other resource they have. And mm -hmm. then if that's not done, they'll find an open spot, then pit maneuver. Correct. Right? Yeah. These guys are just hungry for pit maneuvers. It, or this situation, it clearly, that's what he I mean, that's, must he was, have he was, been That's thinking. what I said. Like, he woke up that morning. He's like, I'm about to fuck up someone's day. This is what I'm here to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like, that, that's incredible. I mean, he, she's going to get. I, I haven't. I've looked into information. That I think. Based on what I'm seeing, everything's okay. She's okay. Baby's okay. Baby's okay. He's lucky. But I haven't found anything explicit about that mm. yet, right? But I know she's suing now. Of uh, course. You know, it's it's just it's incredible to me. Like, 
Yeah, how I'm, you could do that to someone? I bet I I bet she got calls from like twenty to fifty lawyers. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> right? She's like, oh, let's get yeah, paid, honey. Yeah, and let's get paid. Yeah, like if that baby dies, it's over. Oh, dude, I don't even want to go there. Man. Yeah, yeah, I don't even want to go mm-hmm. there. That's. Yeah. Even the cop probably wouldn't be able to. I don't know. They're psych. They're psychopaths. Sometimes, yes. But so. like, yeah. I mean, this kind of goes back to what I was saying about you getting pulled over. Like, you do everything right, right, and you exactly. get pit maneuvered. Yes. What? I mean, I know it's Arkansas. It's like you know the ash crack of America. <laughs> <laughs> We may have Arkansas <laughs> listeners. So. Yeah, no offense, Arkansas yeah, yeah, listeners. No, no offense, but like, if yes. you guys are pipping, I know it's not you guys. I know cops aren't. Well, who knows? Maybe cops are listening. Maybe if the cops are listening, you know, can you guys please chill out? Like, yes, yes, our Arkansas citizens deserve better. Yes, absolutely. Jeez, but yeah, I was like, man, that's intense, man. Yeah, it's crazy that they pulled that level of uh, dangerous maneuver just to get a speeder to stop, and he was very unlucky and. In the type of person that he had. Oh, to. For, yeah. But like, I mean, if, like, it sucks that it takes that because right. she was pregnant. This became news. Right. Right. If, if it had been you and me, no one would have paid attention to it. Right. Especially yeah. out in Arkansas. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's true. but like it's it's it sucks that this is what it takes. Yes. But, you know, he's ah whatever. He'll get transferred to another precinct or whatever and be all good yeah fortunately a lot of body cam situations nowadays yeah yeah a lot of phones are out so you know there's a lot of fairness in how uh, you know people have to act yeah wouldn't you be shitting bricks though like you come up to the, and there's a lady in there uh and he was like super casual about it the whole situation i can't i can't fathom what the life of a police officer is like <sighs> I, you know like i don't know i mean if if you're tripping about people speeding, you you obviously don't have a lot to do. That's right. <laughs> That's absolutely right. But I can't. I never envy those people that are. Oh, no, definitely not. Police no, officers. I don't. I don't. I definitely don't envy those jobs. Yeah, that's a tough job. But yeah, no, you don't ever. You don't ever hear about any other professions doing that to people. That's true. That's it's just extreme. Yes. But anyway, next headline. I'm, I'm, you're out of headlines, yes. so I got the next headline. So, um, I'm 100 in on the environment. Okay. Let, me, let me start this headline with that. But I think it's time to get rid of catalytic converters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so hear me out. Okay. So we know that most emissions are due to big corporations and their great contributions. Right. Right. Uh, not necessarily our cars, although mm-hmm. there are they are a contributor. I will yes. admit that. Right. Um, they're expensive as shit. Catalytic converters. Yes, they are. So um, the only people that benefit from them anymore are the thieves seems like that. Right. And the cops are too busy uh, pit maneuvering pregnant women to do anything about it. Right. So the the catalytic converter thing is rising. I don't know about you. I you heard about it. You installed cameras, right? I did. D- is it a ring camera? It's uh, Arlo. Do you have like a neighborhood app? Uh, You know what? No, we no. don't. Uh, ring does, right? Ring does. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And the instances of catalytic converter thefts that are being reported on that app. Are on the rise. Are on the rise. Are you man. shitting a brick with your truck? Being I out? don't care. Like I like, I'm hoping they try me. You know, like Why? I'm, I'm kind of like I'm kind of like I'll, I'll catch these because we're in a cul-de-sac. Okay. So I think people are smarter about not coming into a cul-de-sac about with this type of stuff. Sure. It's not an easy getaway, although mm-hmm. you probably could. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I because of this, I've been keeping my phone my phone notifications on loud now. Oh, to check to check. The, like now, if truck. I hear a camera, right? Like I'm gonna I'm I'm like neighborhood watch, like single <laughs> yeah yeah you yeah, know single yeah. man neighborhood yeah. watch. Yes, like you yeah, try yeah. me, motherfuckers. Yeah, like, magazine is loaded. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's like it, it's just at thirty seconds now. They're they're yeah I they're saw that getting video. yeah they're getting down to nothing, mm-hmm. and they don't give a shit about cameras. Yes, clearly. Right? Like they'll do it in front of cameras. It's like two guys, and now they're not even using jacks. Yeah, they're just like reaching in with their power tools. They're done. Pull it out and done. And power tools are powerful enough now that they can do it so oh, quickly. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. You're right. Whereas back in the day, you had to plug it. Yeah, you had you had to, to, yeah, you're yeah, right. You plug it. Yeah, you, there was no real concern of that. Mm-hmm. And I know what really is aiding this is more so the junkyards or yes. scrapyards that are taking this stuff. Yeah. Yep. But at the same time, I'm like, man, like, this is a $2,000 expense at minimum mm-hmm. for the trucks. For these people, trucks, yeah. Priuses, mm-hmm. a bunch that are being affected. Let's just yeah. get rid of catalytic converters. <laughs> Let's just get rid of we them. We live in California. Straight you know pipe. that's never going to happen. Oh, hell no. Yeah. They would rather us we lose our money yeah. than, than get rid of catalytic, mm-hmm. catalytic converters. Mm-hmm. And they won't do anything about uh, preventing catalytic converters. It's up to you. Yes, you're on your That's own. That's the shitty part. Is up to yeah. you. like, like it's gotten so bad, and it's gotten so bad. There's a market, like yes. from it, right? Like mm-hmm. muffler shops are almost incentivized to keep it going. That's true, right? Scrapyards are incentivized to keep it going. There's a whole market now, yeah. a whole ecosystem revolving around these thieves. I've heard a U- uh, U-Haul even rebars around there. Yeah. They're catalytic converters, so they don't get jacked. Yeah, mu- I mean, muffler shops do that custom work too. Oh, they do. Yeah, like they'll they'll they plate and then rebar over the over the catalytic converter. Ah, so you're not you don't have any intention of doing that? Nah, dude. I mean, because that's expensive, right? That's true. Not only is it expensive to put on. Say your catalytic converter goes bad. Yeah. Now you've got like metal work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> you true. Significant you need metal a hacksaw. work. It's exactly. Like, yeah. That is insane that you have to go to that degree. Yeah, man. An almost irreversible mod. And like much. three years ago, you were hitting, you were hearing this happening, and you heard news reports of people saying, "Oh, in the '90s it was radios, yeah, and now it's catalytic converters that'll eventually go away." I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that it'll go away. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't think. Our, do our Europe brethren now use catalytic converters? I know that they were European brethren. Yeah, they do have a stricter emission law. Oh, that's, no, okay. That's part of why my company had to get rid of their uh, Suzuki Hayabusa. Oh, so they upgraded okay. it and they just launched it um, a month ago or two or whatever. Oh, they, so they did. They did upgrade the they Hayabusa. They relaunched it, but it. I mean, it, yes, because. They had to meet European emissions, which right. are stricter than ours. Damn. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised there aren't more motorcycle. Do motorcycles have catalytic converters? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. That, that explains it. I don't think they do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything about bikes. Yeah. they. It's header, straight pipe to uh, exhaust. Interesting. Or muffler. Interesting. So that's why when you just swap just the, uh, the uh, muffler... Yeah. It's loud as fuck already. Yeah, it is, right? man. The Akropovich, which is Yeah, your... there are some where I'm just like, yo, even for me, it's kind of extreme, bro. Oh, yeah? It's yeah, too loud? Like, damn. Like, so, like, sometimes it just catches you off guard. You'll be on the freeway. Yeah. You know, you're listening to your tunes. Yeah. You get hypnotized because you're sitting in traffic for an hour. <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden, you hear a monster truck coming behind you. Yeah. 
Yeah. And just pat and like the thing is about you know kind of the physics of sound or whatever. Right. As soon as it passes by you, it's like someone's got a horn in your face. Yes. And yes. it's just like oh shit. Yeah. You know, it's like a wave. It is a wave. And I try. I really consciously try to keep looking at my mirrors when I'm in traffic because mm-hmm. I want to make room for them. Yes. Uh, but sometimes it just catches you off mm-hmm. guard, and I'm like, fuck, dude, like what the hell yeah. do you have on that? You yeah. have a vuvuzela on your fucking <laughs> motorcycle, <laughs> like. What the fuck but anyway that wraps up our headlines for the week let's move on to the pick of the month randy and are you ready what did you find and where did you find it so we had previously talked about this car okay as something that used to be on your list as a teenager oh really a flashlight (laughs) (laughs) at least you're honest damn Uh, As a teenager, man, nothing's out of limits. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah, I won't go into the flashlight <laughs> shit. Anyways, so you had one? <laughs> no, because they weren't around when I was a teenager. Oh, damn, you old ass. I don't know that they were around when I was too. Yeah, now that I think about it. Probably newer. It's a newer technology, and it's so easy to get now, I imagine, right? That, uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened to that. Because I only, like, I don't. I never had one. Same. Um, but it, like you kind of only know it from it being memed on the internet or on the back of like the Playboy magazine or whatever. Maybe. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, like did it come it. and go? I mean, it's got to still be around. I feel like the Japanese have really advanced things to the point where a fleshlight is not needed. That's probably right? true. They've yes. got like doll, like the same person who's using a fleshlight is probably getting the human life size doll. Yes. Yes. So, because there was at one point, this is really a big tangent. There was at one point there was like an ass, like a rubber ass. That's that well, also had. I uh, think Howard Stern still has some oh, of that. Oh, Howard stuff. Stern. That's dude. where you he learn was, about yeah, a lot about dude, all that, that shit. Dude, that dude put us on to so much. Yes. Anyway, go anyways, <laughs> pick of the month <laughs> from our teenage years. Yeah, yeah. So I think this is probably around 04, 05. Uh, yes, it is because the model year is that. So click on the card, the pick of the month card on okay. our, our Trello board. Okay, okay. So this is especially for you. Okay, so interesting. So it is a 2004 or 5 Dodge Neon SRT4. Ooh. Oh, damn, it's sold. Damn. Damn yeah, it. Yeah, I was about to say, I just got, this is why I write down my notes. <laughs> No, I mean, it's there. The link is still live, but the car sold. Oh, the link you posted is not working. Oh, okay. Well, here it is. Okay. It's an SRT4, 150K miles. Okay. It is... 3500 $3,500. No wonder it sold already. I was like, damn, dude, this is a, like a good track car. Dude, there's a, there's still... See, I don't, I, I don't know. I still don't know... How good that engine is, like yes. in terms of hanging in there, right? But I see a lot of them being sold that are up there in like the one fifties, one sixties, one seventies, right? Seventy k, and it, I mean to me that's a sign that they last. They last. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Despite being boosted, exactly. And I did a lot of a little bit more research on the engine. Okay. So the block is shared with a PT Cruiser turbo. Okay, that doesn't really give it much. <laughs> well, what it does give it is uh, a lot more um, engines that you can pull from. Oh, you're right. right. The head is different, but the block is the same. Okay. Exactly the same. Okay. So this, I, fuck, man, it was in Brea, too. So that's just around the corner. I, dude, I might have picked that up. At thirty five, if you would have said that that is available at 3,500, the way this episode would have gone is I would have been like, Randy, Let's get that go. dude up. 
Tell them. Oh, dude. Carbon, is that a carbon fiber hood, too? A ghetto one. Oh, yeah. man. That's yeah. a riced out American. Yes, it is. It is. Wow. Um, it's got colored hoses. Angel angel eye uh, headlights. Angel, that, that, I can leave her. You know, I can probably leave that. What they got they got the eyelids, too, to make it look aggressive. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's kind of yeah, weird, yeah. but but it's a black one. It's black, tinted windows, blow-off valve and straight pipe, so you'd have to kind of get it back to stock. I mean, like it. you said, like, I mean, $3,500. That's a steal. That, this would be like, I wouldn't. Pro- I probably wouldn't do anything to it. Just like basic maintenance, make sure the brakes are good, yeah. and then go just drive it till it dies at the track. Yes. Although you have torque steer uh, to contend with, ah, right? But that's like, I've, I'm used to that with front wheel drive. Right on, right? right on. I mean, like, not that the Rio was super high powered, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you know how to work around that. Yes. And you're not really, torque steel really comes into play, I'd say, when you're like, like almost drag racing. Oh, that's true, because right? you're losing, yes. Yeah, 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 and you're driving really hard that mm-hmm, way, whereas mm-hmm. in, in track driving, you're not slamming gears. Yeah, you're not dropping, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're not so revving it's, it's up a little more gradual. Slamming. That's so, true. That's true. Damn, damn. That's pretty good, damn it. man. I can't believe it's sold. Oh, I, I can believe it. I can believe it. There's I mean, still like that. That car still comes up in like YouTube channels. Like, does it for you? People still like people still hate on it. Right. But yeah. because they're there, there's only people that still hate on it because there's people that love it that still bring it up. Oh, that's what you mean. You yeah, know, so there's still yeah. a community that supports it. Yeah. Maybe not. It might be smaller than the community that likes preludes. It brought, but it's equal. But there's still a community smaller. out there that, and all it takes is one person, really. But there's still enough people out there that if you put one up for thirty five hundred, come on. And arguably, it has better performance in the Prelude. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe not handling, but definitely yeah. power. And so. it's just, I don't know, it's just, that car is just so weird. I mean, the fact that it they sold it with power front windows and, and manual rears. manual rears. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like it what, was to save money or yeah, to lower the cost. Yeah, but it's like. That's dumb. For a mainstream manufacturer to make that decision just seems so weird to me. Leave it to the Americans. You know, like, why not just, like, strip it and call it a, you know, like Uh, like a a sport mode or sport model, right? Right, 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 right. Uh, But instead they were like, you know, we're going to give the front people convenience, but the rear people can fuck themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That is true. Screw those guys. Yeah, or maybe they were thinking that the people that drive them you know, would just be th- as them and their girl. Right. And not nobody in the back. Nobody. In Rarely the back. anybody in the back. Or you run your AC and you yeah. don't care. I, I, I need to look more into the into kind of what Dodge's ideas wa- were with that car. Well, I read about it. So how it worked was there was a team that the guy that built the Viper. Yeah. Wanted to do something because he went to SEMA and he saw that the sport compact car scene was growing. OK. So he wanted to try to build something. So they built a couple prototypes, got the no from the execs, and then so they the, using that list of no's, they remedied all those no's and tried to um, they enhanced the car to get it to be a yes on all those categories. They got the thumbs up. They changed from PVO, I forgot performance vehicle something to SRT, mm-hmm. which I forgot what that acronym means. Uh, I, I don't know. Probably sport something. Special racing team, maybe or? something like that. Something yeah, like that. I don't know. So, and nonetheless, that ended up moving into other categories of their Dodge vehicles, right? That makes sense, right? So, so they were like, "Oh, let's put power windows in the whole car," right? And the execs were like, "Fuck that, <laughs> yeah, yeah." Make yeah. a manual in the rear, make it cheap, and you've got a car. <laughs> make it cheap because those sport compact car people don't want to spend yeah. money. Yeah, I mean, if I, if I'm being honest, I would have said the same thing. Like, 
what why are you doing this that's true you know that's like true. why yes. are you doing the, the at the time yeah even at the time not now at the time the neon was laughed at although you know humble beginnings humble with beginnings. My, with, with my parents you guys had one we didn't have one. Okay. But, you know, in your humble beginnings, there's not a lot of money. You do what you can to see family. We had family that lived in Portland, Oregon. Okay. And my dad shows up to the house with a, like a seafoam green Dodge Neon. Rental. Rental. For four people and luggage. <laughs> <laughs> so you hauled ass to Portland? We drove 16, 17 hours. I thought it was more, but it's only 16. I think it, I, that's what I remember okay. in my little kid okay. brain. Uh-huh. 16 or 17 hours in a Dodge Neon. My sister and myself are in the back, like tet- playing Tetris on how to find a way to lay down right. back there. And we're right. little kids. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, like. You're sitting up straight. Yeah. And there's no lumbar support. And, like, and, and my yeah. parents are grinding this drive out. <laughs> To get, we make, dude, we made it to Portland, Oregon from LA in a seafoam green Dodge Neon. Damn. No problems. Damn. No, and back. Right. No less. Right, and right, back. Right, we had right, to return right. the motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, the, the Neon was a, a I, I, it wasn't even a grocery getter. It was, I, it was I, purely an e- economy box. It was the economy boxes of e- economy boxes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I mean it was and so for them to say we're going to make a performance model of this. Right. That, that was shocking. Point. It it was and yeah. You know, I can't say I didn't want one because I, the power I, numbers were way oh, beyond yeah. anything else you could I buy. I wanted one and it was it was like 19 grand when it, it came out. It was 19 out. grand. The SI was only at like 170 horsepower at the time. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So like nothing in the JDM world could beat it. Yeah. It was one of the few turbo available cars, the WRX, that one. It maybe. was definitely a car that you had to race people in to get respect. Right. <laughs> you know? Right, right. You were getting right. no respect prior to that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know that that car could do it. It could beat all the JDM cars that were stock. Yeah. Stock for stock. It won. But I don't think they sold well. There was one in my neighborhood, a blue one, that I always saw. And I think it's still there. Really? Yeah. Like, the owner still has it. We should buy it. They had a blue one, a blue SRT4, and they had a blue Corvette. Okay. Mm, so, they, they're, yeah. And, yeah, they're American cars. But, yeah, th- those always kicked it there. But, man, damn, I dude. know. Good deal, right? Your pick of the month is? My pick of the month is sort of influenced by my research on the Legends. Okay. My pick of the month. You went Subi? For this month. <laughs> 2002 Subaru WRX track car. Can you throw up the link? Or, yeah. Yes. On the- I will throw up the link. O2 WRX oh, track car. No, I will not throw up the link. It's I sold? mean, you might be able to look it up on Craigslist. I took notes and didn't put the link down. Oh, okay. Is it a blue one? It's a black. Oh, not street legal. It's not street legal. I saw that one. It's not street legal at all. It's uh-huh. a clean title. It's got a manual transmission. It does have an engine swap that right. has 50,000 miles. A- STI swap, right? STI it swap. Was. It's yeah. an STI swap. Um, the owner said that it cannot be made street legal, so don't even ask. Yes. And that, to me, meant discount, discount, uh-huh. discount. <laughs> well, so it's listed for eleven grand, but okay. it's a fully caged track car with uh, nine sets, nine RPF1s. This one. That one. Mm-hmm. You got it. Nine RPF1s. Um, they've got four BBSs, eight set of wheels, reupholstered race seats. I mean, it's got a bunch of extra stuff that it's coming with. I'm like, this is, this is essentially a full race kit. 
yes. ready to go. JIC Coilovers, which is a, not a cheap coilover brand. And they've got the 441s uh, on there right now. So you'd get, you'd get two sets of coilovers oh, okay. for 11 grand. Honestly, I was thinking that I could probably buy this for like nine mm-hmm. and make most of it back selling like extra stuff. Oh, just parting it out? Just parting it out. That's actually true because the then just have, alone are like 1200 bucks used probably. Yeah, and then and just have fun with the car until it dies and then scrap it. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, like in the research for today's Colin McRae segment, I was like, man, dude, like I do want a Subaru. Like I want to try having a Subaru. Okay. They're nice, man. They, I, I liked it for the, m- the Impreza's, the yeah. WRX's. Right. I'll right, say, right. I mean, I, I have no real desire to get into a Forester or anything mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. but I've always had an appeal for those. So I saw this and I'm like, dude, 11 grand. So you don't mind car? The, the bug eye look? No, no, I okay. don't mind. I don't mind that. Why is that considered like the uglier one? No, they, I mean, no, as for Subaru enthusiasts, they're all loved. Yeah. They just, yeah. I mean, they, they've all got like, I mean, whenever I research them, they're all like super, Good performance cars. Yes. You know, and it has an STI swap, STI uh, Brembo brakes. Uh, it's got fresh rotors, fresh pads. I mean, this is right. Alignment at West End Alignment. Okay, so he's got good taste. Yeah, you, you can tell he took care of the car, man. And mm. it's, it's it looks good. It's got the full, it's got everything you need to even like wheel to wheel race it. Oh. I'm like, dude, it, it, now that I have my own track car, like there's all these little opportunities popping up. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's an E36 track car that popped up recently too. That was like 6,500. The engine is blown, but they they have an extra. They have a donor car already for you to take with it. Oh, for 6,500 bucks? Yeah, man. And it's like full race car, full full race car. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, man, if I had like a big like like a big enough space, yeah, to just have it sit for a little while, I might get it. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. my pick, my all my picks recently have been race cars. Oh, so that's why this is. Yeah, and that's this. This felt right in, like right in between, sort of my desire to get into a Subaru for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then also the race car thing. I mean, mm. this is like for somebody that would want to get into track racing, yeah. but doesn't want to do the work or have a big investment. You think this is a good? This is a really good deal. Mm. Really, really, really good deal. I mean, you've got extras for days. Uh, you've got a, like pretty much a fresh car, ton of fresh parts, and I mean, it's you've got pretty much everything you need to have some fun. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I mean, looking at all the specs, it's it's not a bad deal. Eleven yeah. grand, although you'd have to trailer it to get it to the track. Yeah, that's the thing. But that but that's why there's a discount. I and I. Ah. What, what would you think? I'd come in. With my <laughs> I was gonna say, like, where would you come in, John? <laughs> yeah. So he's asking eleven. He's asking eleven. So let's repeat some of those specs. So let's. Um, it's a, a EJ two hundred five, which is actually the JDM STI engine. Mm-hmm. Um, not much of a difference. So the US one was a two point five liter. Okay. The JDM engine was a two point liter. That's why it's a two hundred five instead of two fifty five or two five seven. Okay. So there's that. I mean, new timing belt. Good compression. Uh, clutch flywheel wheel are very good. Like you said, nine sets of nine wheels. Yeah. With tires. Yep. Um, and the four stock BBS uh, STI gold wheels. Yeah. Um, extra race tires. Yep. Eight, eight extra race tire. No, 12 extra race tires. Yeah. 
Oh, geez. Um, and one of those sets is brand new. One of the sets is brand new. One is like half dead. Yeah. But nonetheless, uh, geez, where would I put this? So the engine alone with a swap is going to be like four grand. Shit. Yeah. Really? The engine and the work is about four grand. Damn. Four to five. Maybe I would six. Not, I would not want to know this. Four, maybe six, honestly. If, if I was really making an offer on it. Right, right, right. Damn. So, yeah. Because the, the Forester was a $6,000 swap if I were to get an STI engine put into it. Wow. All in. Yes. Stock, stock STI engine. Interesting. So, and that's a USDM one. So, um, not that this JDM one is more, but it, it can't be carved. Okay. So that's, like I said, four to six. Let's just say six because of commodity pricing. Yep. Um, then you talk about the wheels. Fuck, man. Right? The Damn, wheels. Like, I, yeah, now that you mentioned that. Are what, 150 a piece on the used market for the RPFs? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Times nine. That's, uh, geez, I don't do math after hours. <laughs> Something <laughs> eight, what like four of them is 12, 600, 1200, 1350. 1350, yeah. Plus the uh gold um BBS wheels, that's about 800, seven, eight hundred bucks. You're you're almost at what my offer was gonna be, so that's eight five ish, and that was gonna be my my offer. And then the JICs are what two to three grand. I forget what JIC where what range JICs land in. I not they're like. Not top, but up there. So they're in the two grand range. They're like KW. Yeah, I would say probably in that so range. Ten five. Then he's got the feel four four ones. That's what a grand fifteen. But one one of the JICs needs to be rebuilt. Oh, is that what it said? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, let's say eight. Damn, I I'm, I wouldn't expect it to go for less than eleven grand. Now that you've mentioned that, right. Right. My offer was going to be eighty five hundred with the goal of getting it out of there at ninety five. Oh, eh, you know what? That's not too bad, honestly. Yeah, I mean, because at eleven, I already know this is a good deal. Yes, you know, and I know there's people listening like, oh, this fucker, fucking. <laughs> He's part of the community that lowballs these well, people. Well, no, like, when, come, you, when you show up with cash, you're not lowballing. You're making an offer. Oh, for sure. Yeah, right? nah, you're lowballing. <laughs> <laughs> when you're an offer up being a, like a, you know a oh window yeah shopper, yeah like that's when you true throw, lowballing th throw out the offer through the internet mm -hmm. like oh, yeah fuck six that grand yeah. yeah right so that's I interesting think eight five is pretty it's not embarrassing to say that number it's a good starting point as you right. always yeah train, yeah trained me on guru yeah. <laughs> but now but then knowing that that just the swap would be six k I'm like man yeah four to that six kind of like but yeah I'm not. You I'm don't not, think I'm you'd not, walking away? You'd be no, able to walk away. I'm not with too. It. I'm not too race car wealthy. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. You know, right. like the the maintenance, the trailering. You know, yes. my truck is one trailering one car max. Yes, I'm not gonna be trailering two cars at the track. Right, right. Douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> but if but let let's say the E36 was my dual duty car. Yes. And I wanted a dedicated race car. Uh -huh. I'd be all over this. It's a good value for yeah, what you're getting. For sure, man. Yeah, for sure. I would say. So, yeah. Damn. That's interesting. It is, huh? It's good, like, you know, knowing the perspective from a former Subi former Subi owner. owner somebody yeah. who's dabbled a, already. A reformed Subi owner. <laughs> yeah, reformed <laughs> is such a good word. <laughs> Subi, Subi yeah. Owners Anonymous. He left the vape, 
Yeah. You, you know? <laughs> yes. You I left did. the spiked tips. Yes. You're like, I'm done. Yes. Yes. But anyway, let's move into our next segment fight, function, and form, Randy. Yes. Racing seats. Racing seats. Are they function, function or form? Or form. And I guess we could split them up. We could split up street and track. That's the differentiator, right? Right. That is a differentiator. So, yeah, in a, my past life, I would have called it full looks because that was always last on any dream list of mods for myself. Sparkos, red Sparko seats, a la Fast and Furious 1. Right. Or whatever. I was never into the red seats. Red or blue was my thing. Yeah, I was never into colored seats. Oh, okay. But, and and seats are some of those things that you don't, there you it's not really a flex because people have to be close to your car to see them. And if you're driving the car, they can't see them. Right. Uh, so it's more of your own thing. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, like I before track life, you're right. It was 100 percent form. Yes. Not function. Yeah, because, well, for the Honda guys, you really sought the type R um, seats. Yeah. The red or the blue ones from the Integra. Right. The RSX Type R. Yeah. Integra Type R in Japan. But it was more of a styling thing. It was completely a styling thing. Yeah. Yes. I mean, like, I guess if you're canyon running, kind of, maybe. Not right. really. Not really. They have a little bit of bolster, but yes, you're right. They're not really supportive. Yeah. In any way. Yeah. And like, I mean, there weren't a lot of people running bucket seats. Back in the day, like, correct, you know, like it was always like maybe they weren't maybe they were fixed seats, but they were, you know, not huge bolsters, not very aggressive, not bucket seats. Right. Mm -hmm. So they were still easy to get in and out of the car. Yep. Um, yeah, you're right. So they were just styling and, you know, it was kind of to show the the Sparco or, yes. you know, the a thousand percent. Yeah. Get those letters as yeah. big as fuck because <laughs> I want people to know, you know, that's and how there, I saw it. There was a short period, too, where people embroidered their own names or their own. Yeah, that's also true. I had what the fuck did this guy teach? Believe it or not, okay. I, I was part of the cross country club. OK. In high school. OK. You're a soccer player. So yeah, I, yeah. I believe I, that I, I was fit. Um, and the te God, I forget his name. I forget. I forget the teacher's name, but this dude grinded because he loved cars. The he, Vietnamese dude, n not the same dude. Okay. It was a different guy. Okay. He a had, different he, a different, <laughs> a different dude. Uh -huh. He had, he was also Vietnamese. Yeah. Uh -huh. He had the Accord that had the NSX lights. Oh, that was a coupe. Yeah. The Accord coupe. Yeah. And I used yeah. to always roast him because it was an automatic. <laughs> You were that kid? I was that kid. He, oh, that dude, kid. I must have... I don't know why he let me around him. Okay, I must yeah. have been so annoying. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then... And, but anyway, this guy taught in the day, uh -huh. worked at Olive Garden in the afternoon, Oh, that's... and still made time for, for doing cross-country with us. Wow. Yeah, like he would like... At, after school, meet up with us, and then we'd go to different spots, and he'd be like, okay, this is the route we're going to run. Um, there's stories there too, but we won't get into those sure. yet. Uh, I'll try to write those down. But anyway, this guy had a, uh, it was a red accord with the, the one with the NSX lights. Yes. I forget what it's generation. Oh one. It's oh yeah. one. Yeah. And he reupholstered the interior red and black. 
Okay. And he had his name in embroidered in, in the, the headrest. In the head- oh my god, dude! <laughs> Did you roast him for that oh, one? Oh, dude, I went in on this guy so hard all the time. Like well, th- that's why now that I remember it, I'm like, man, I was just I was so annoying to this guy. Wait, so was it the last name or the first name? His last name. So and I can't remember what it was. It was. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what it was, but it was something like that. It, it wasn't Gwen. Yeah, dude, I want to say it was, Tran. but nah. Uh, the, one of those nah. two, right? I can't, I can't remember. Okay, right on. I feel bad that I can't remember because he was such a cool dude. Okay. But man. I cannot remember. And I'm just like, that was like peak, peak, like early 2000s car culture. Absolutely. You know, at the time, like it wasn't wild. It was never my taste. Yes. But at the time, that was kind of the norm. I mean, f- maybe for you guys out here, we didn't have those. Oh, here it was. Here it was. Yeah, yeah. You know, people like people reupholstered stuff. Yeah. You know, out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you mm-hmm. know, you, like it wasn't just enough to get racing seats. You would get your rears reupholstered to match. Oh, yes. That you know? I remember that. The Brid uh, fabric would yeah, be sold. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you yeah. could get it reupholstered on yeah, the rears. Yeah, Yes. Oh, my God, dude. Thinking about those times. I know, dude. The, the, just to differentiate yourself. But it was pure function. And, okay, form, so now, you mean. Now, pure oh, form. form. Now, let's move into the track. Okay. Right? Right. Now that we've, you know, we've transitioned to moving to the track, mm-hmm. we don't really spend a lot of time in the canyons anymore. Does the same rule apply? And you would think that instantly no. Oh, really? You but think? I think when you start, yeah. seats are still formed. Really? Yeah. Really? And, uh, I, I credit Eli with kind of putting this in my brain, but okay. I'm, I also believe, Eli Villa of Evil of Motorsports, I also mm-hmm. believe it, that when you start out, okay, seats are a no-no almost. Really? And his, his, rule was, his rule was until your knees are bruised, yes, don't buy seats. Oh, so he's saying that... Until you can drive your car to the extreme yeah. of its capabilities. That's when you can benefit from from having racing seat. seats. Yes. Like true bucket seats. Yes. Now, I don't necessarily believe that it's when your legs, you know, are bruised. You don't right. you don't maybe they're not that far. Uh-huh. But there is there should be a level that you reach. And I think that's in general with, with most track driving. Mm-hmm. Like exhaust your current setup and oh, then okay. start introducing new changes. To right. see how they affect your build, right. how they right, affect right. your performance, mm, right? Okay. So I think that's the same case with seats. I see. So so although in the street it's pure form, yes, no one's gonna tell you otherwise. Yes. I hope not. Right? You know, you're even in the canyons. Come on, let's be honest. Yeah, you it's don't not the it. same. Now that you've been on the track, it's not the same to be in the canyons. It's definitely not because no. you're just not as balls out because you might you will die. Uh, in the canyons, I can tell you right now, and this can this, this is like ego ego tripping John right now. Okay, for if if a guy like let's say there's a mountain or whatever here in L.A. and a guy's like I'm the fastest here, mm-hmm. but he's never been to the track. Yeah, I guarantee you, I outlap him. Oh, really? Guarantee you on the track at my level. Okay, right, which oh, I I still right, I right, still right, right. consider myself a novice. Yes, you know. At my level, I will still lap you because track. It's just different. It's it takes. It's a lot more technical. Yeah, it's a lot more technical. It, it yeah. It's just you're, it, it's not the same thing. And and I know 
the guys that are super about canyon running, they're like, oh, this is the shit. I'm the shit, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. That's the truth. Yes. Right. Uh, so it's pure function. Uh, pure form, sorry. So now we move on to the track. That's where they're, the line is a little hazy. Okay. So when you start, like I said, you should start on your stock seats. Yes. You know, if you find that you can no longer stay in your seat uh-huh. when you're lapping. Yes. Okay, dude. Now it's time for you to move into some buckets. The whole time? What do you mean the whole time? Or I, Okay, because so when I did my one track day mm-hmm. um, at Auto Club, I did have that knee situation. Right. Where my knee was sore after each session. Right. So I had to consciously think about it. I probably... For my next time I go out, I may bring my grease monkey knee pads <laughs> and just wear it on my left knee. I'm not even kidding. That's not a bad idea. Because I'm too cheap to buy a seat. <laughs> but that's like, I think that's the route I'm going to go. Yeah. I mean. Quite honestly. Because yeah, uh, it hurts. It, it, yeah. It, you, it if hurts. you're going fast enough, then yeah. You're, that's, then you weren't a seat. But it was only my one time. That's why it's like it was my first time. Like, I mean, okay, let's be like, okay, let's let's ask this. Was it really, really hurting or were you just kind of being a bitch? No, uh, I was taking it to extremes on some of those turns. Okay, like the tip of the penis was really, (laughs) really, really hurting my (laughs) knees. Not yours. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. On the track. On the track. Turn eight or whatever that was. Yeah. Turn eight. Uh yeah, because there's a lot of hairpins on that um, on the yeah, infield. Yeah, and that. you kind of have to brace yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I've gotten to the point where I need to shift. Yes. To, in order to make sure I don't slide mid turn. Right. Right. So I'll right. make sure that all my weight is to the side that I need to be mid turn to be ready for to be ready for the turn. Right. Uh, because right. I, I'm not in bucket seats even yet. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but I know that I. I I, I should I should be there. Button willow is even worse. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Button willow is okay. even worse for your knees. Okay. Like okay. if your if your knees were sore at Auto Club, yes. they'll definitely be bruised at Button Willow. Interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting. So it's sort of uh on the street, I would uh, my vote pure, is pure pure flex. Fo- pure, pure, pure flex, pure form. Yes. On the track, it's like once you hit a certain level, okay, it's function. Got it. But at the start it's still form. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Point. yeah, I mean it's like with any sport, right? Like I always, it's always like with the guys that show up with like full builds and like caged Porsches. But, yes, you know they're getting lapped by you know the dude in the EG. Right, you know, right, it's, right. It's the same thing as the guy that shows up in his full Michael J. Uh, kit with headbands and right, stuff, right, you know, right, and can't right. even dribble the ball, right? You know, it's kind of like that. And we're, there was those guys when we were at Auto Club. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, there, yeah. There's, there's always the. Honestly, like, it's hard not to, right? Because yeah. like, conventional thought tells you if I build a fast car, I'm going to go fast, right? Before you know the reality of it, right? Which is, Definitely not the case. You know, this is not the case. And like now for us, it seems almost common sense mm-hmm. that, you know, in order to be build speed, it's seat time. Yes. We preach it all the time, preach right. it all the time. But I mean, that's not necessarily common sense for everybody. And we know in general, in general, even outside of tra- the track space, common sense is not so common. So, that's also true. You know, that's, that's also so, true. So I think that's where we land on the vote for fight function and form. Yeah. For racing seats. But I will say that as far as a mod is concerned, that went higher up on the list than ever uh the the tra- the seat yes because it is an immediate need if i keep 
going oh yeah absolutely absolutely Mm -hmm. it is it is a need and you know with your s2k with the way it's built Mm -hmm. you can have a lot of stuff in there yes i'm surprised you haven't bought one yet yeah i really hate the s2k seats well yeah you yeah you (laughs) struggle to get into it i don't i barely well i barely i struggle to get into the car in general i don't know that new seats would change that that's also true uh but I feel like it could improve a lot with a, with a nice set of seats. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. The when is the question. Yeah, the when is the question. Yeah. So yes. I think that's it for Absolutely. fight function and form. So we'll move into our next segment, which has quickly become my favorite, Profiling the Legends. And this week we profile Colin McRae, mm-hmm. which you're already familiar with. So I am. I kind of tried to go out of my way to really dig into his story yes. and see if there's anything that you're not aware of. Uh, probably and, there's a lot. I'm yeah, sure. And Colin McRae, uh, you know, he w- isn't like the winningest driver. Yes. Right. He's known more for what I sort of consider there's more pride in this, like almost like the, the balls out driver. Yeah, because he's a rally driver. He, not only he's a rally driver, but even in the ra- like rally drivers are already crazy. Yes, right. But he was even crazy to the rally drivers. Was he? Yeah, dude. I didn't know that. Oh okay. yeah. I mean, if we, if we let's start early. I mean, he. I didn't know that his dad, Jimmy McRae, mm-hmm. okay. was also a rally champion. Okay, yes. a British rally champion. So that's sort of where his story starts. Yep. Right. He starts in winning a Scottish championship in 1988. Mm-hmm. That was his first championship, he, and, and that's he kept where, that car. And he kept that car. He starts building his reputation with it. Yes. And it was a Vauxhall Nova uh-huh. that he's beating Sierra Cosworths in. Damn. And that was like the car of the of the era, right? That was the that was the the Ferrari and Rally, right? Yes. Uh, the Cosworth was. The Cosworth was, yes. right? And and they're like, how the hell is this guy beating everybody in, in, in like a, kind of a box. box? Yeah, the Rio of yeah, his time. Yeah, the Rio <laughs> of his time, exactly. Yes. And yes. this guy's and not that if that doesn't captivate you in its own, right? That's crazy. And so then in 1988, he wins that. He starts getting a little more attention for his driving styles, and then his career is catapulted. In 1991, when he joins the Pro Drive crew, and they're the ones that build the cars for Subaru. Yes. Right? So he started in a legacy, and uh, that's when people start taking note of his driving style of him not really driving on the limit, but over the limit. Mm-hmm. He wins uh, the British Championship in 91 and 92 in the Group A, mm-hmm. uh, like in the legacy, in the Group A. Uh, before entering the WRC in 93. Okay. So he enters the WR, uh, WRC in 93 as the star driver for Pro Drive, which I think is crazy in itself, right? That he went from, you know, kind of 1988, you know, starting to drive rally. And, well, he's already winning. So I'm right. sure he was already, I mean, his dad drove. Yeah, they live on a farm in, in Yeah, the, so he Britain, knows. But so. still, he becomes a star driver yes. by 93. Uh-huh. And this was sort of his debut, right? And this is this that first '93 Colin McRae is the Colin McRae that everybody knows now, right? Okay. In his first race, this is the Lombard Rally. Twenty-five seconds into the race, he puts the car in a ditch. Oh shit! Really? Twenty-five seconds into a race, sounds like uh, somebody who owns an M3 and drives <laughs> out on the track for the first time. <laughs> I thought about that too. I'm like, I'm, I'm basically Colin McRae. <laughs> Right on, yeah, right yeah, that's, that's that's dang, that's so true. Uh huh. 
and the fans helped him out. Yeah, right. That's the fans flipped his car and kept up in the race. Mm-hmm. Minutes later, minutes later, he rolls it again. Nice, very nice. And it's like, okay, so he's building this reputation about you know being this extreme driver, and he keeps going. Um, so later the same year, um, he continues to drive the car. He rolls his car seven times. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this race. No, I he don't. He rolls the car seven times in one of the biggest crashes in WRC at the time. Okay. The car lands on its wheels and he keeps going. Oh shit. He still drove the car. And I think, I believe he finished the uh, race, but before finishing, he rolled it again damn so like uh, this i don't know like not living through this era yes it's a little crazy to me and i obviously i'm pointing out the 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 sort of extremes of him rolling i'm sure he drove plenty well yeah but you would think that subaru would be like all right maybe we need a new driver right you know this guy keeps wrecking our cars yeah but the, the then this is like every article, every piece of information I read uses the same phrase. It's easier to take a 110% driver and bring them down to 100% than to take a 90% driver and bring them up to 100%. Oh, so because he had the balls of steel already. Regardless. He had the skills, the balls of steel. He was, he was driving 11 tenths. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, it's going to be easier to rein him in. So let's just keep him. He's gonna he's gonna win for us, and eventually he did. Uh, eventually he did. Uh, and it, he won his first event in New Zealand in 1993. This was the first British WRC winner in 1993. So he ended up winning, which was the the ye- debut year. He ended up winning a race, right? Okay. Not not the WRC a race. Okay. And um, the funny thing is, is that his co-driver uh, has said that. He would constantly call no cut, right? And what that means is on the turn, mm-hmm. don't cut the turn like on the either the embankment, like right off the road. Don't cut it because it's raised, Okay, right? He would never listen. He, so you're saying that he would roll over the he, curb. He would he would try to cut. It wasn't a curb because it was, you know, it was rally. Right, right, yeah. Right, but he would try to cut it to get a shorter line. Oh, but what okay. ended up happening a lot of times, not every time, mm-hmm. is that the car would flip. Oh, OK. So there's a lot of I like see. if you look up a lot of videos, you uh-huh. you see Colin McRae calling uh, his co-driver calling no cut, no cut, no cut. And he would and cut. he cuts it and then the car goes into a flip. OK, I but see. he was just out for like squeezing out everything he could. Wow. Out of his race. Right. That's amazing. Of, so then in 1994, uh, Subaru moves from the legacy to now the iconic WRX W uh, Impreza WRX right Mm -hmm. Uh, and they also signed Carlos Sainz senior yes right because he came from Toyota um yes Carlos Sainz came from Toyota and they were sort of the they were the competitors they were the cheaters (laughs) that got found out Toyota was yeah 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 but he Cause I know that because his Celica had a Carlos Sainz edition. Oh, okay. My favorite okay. one with the f- the fifth gen with the pop up headlights. Yeah. Before the f- the four, four. Interesting. Headlights. I didn't know that. I didn't pick yeah. it up. That that sort of adds salt to the wound a okay. little bit for yeah. Subaru. Yeah. Uh, Subaru 
on uh, Toyota. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So continue. So they were trying to compete with Toyota and Ford at the time. So right. they were sort of the winning programs. Mm-hmm. Um, and in 1995, they went uh, – McRae and Signs were dominating. I mean, they were ahead of the pack by a lot. Okay. McRae had pace over Carlos, significant pace over Carlos Signs, but he had two crashes that put him behind in points. Okay. Of course. Typical yes. McRae style, right? So Subaru was worried that a crash was going to cause them to not win the Constructors' Championship. They needed two cars to win the Constructors' okay. Championship. So they told McRae, hey, man, like, stay behind Carlos. Stay behind Carlos. Make sure that, you know, you, you keep at his pace. Don't go ahead of him. Uh-huh. And did he say, fuck you? He's <laughs> <laughs> he said, fuck you, and went 15 seconds ahead of Carlos. Not only did he said, fuck you, like, yeah. he, like, like, he was holding a middle finger up the whole time. Sure. And he moved sure. 15 seconds up. The Subaru team mm-hmm. decided to jump onto the track. Onto the course to slow him down. To slow him down. There's video of this okay. of, of them waving him down, yeah. like to tell him to slow down. Right? And he drove right through him. He he stayed flat out, dude. <laughs> 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 they had to jump out of the way, yeah. and he kept going. Right so um, they forced him at the end of the race. Of course, he won. At the end of the race, they forced him to take a penalty. Oh really? They told him that if he if he didn't take the penalty, that he would be off the team. Oh wow! Yeah, dude, how frustrating is that? So so Carlos Sainz ended up winning that race due to the penalty. Oh, that sucks. That's, That's bullshit. Sucks. That is Hell some bullshit, yeah, yeah. dude. But it's like, okay, it's either this or, you know, I don't have a job or I'm not racing. Right. Although at his level, I'd be kind of be like, fuck that. I'll just go somewhere else. I'll go race for Toyota. I don't That's know. That's also true. At his level. But, you know, he kind of stayed on. Mm-hmm. So in the final round, uh, which was in Great Britain, McRae had mechanical issues that put him two minutes behind this year. Okay. Right. So he was two minutes behind on that final race to make up, which looked kind of like, oh, shit. Like, impossible. You know, it's impossible, right? Like, who's going to do that? The dude pulled it off. Not only he pulled it off, he came up 30 seconds ahead. Damn. So he made up two minutes and 36 seconds, dude. <laughs> like, that's how wild this guy is driving, right? Okay. I mean, and I don't I don't know the Great Britain course, you know, on my head, but I yeah. imagine. I mean, this, this is wild that he's making up this kind of time. So he's driving flat flat out, and this leads to leads to his first WRC championship. And Subaru swept in '95. Wow. They swept the podium. Wow! I mean, Toyota and Ford. It's like fuck you guys. And uh, Mitsubishi was in the game at that point, pretty much. Mitsubishi right? was in the game, and that's when things got in trouble. Like Mike Cray got in trouble. Okay. Because Tommy Mackinnon uh, Mackinnon was like. You know, fuck you guys. I'm winning the next four years. Ah, you know, things okay. got a lot, a lot more difficult for for McRae the following seasons because literally the next four years ended up being Tommy Mackinnon's in the in the Mitsubishi, the Evo. Yeah, the Evo. So he won. So then McRae is like, well, I'll move to Ford. So in '99 he moves to Ford as the highest paid rally driver of all time. Interesting. And I couldn't find any information on how much he was actually getting paid, which is okay. weird. Uh, but he, uh, the focus, of course, it lacked pace and it lacked reliability, right? This is with a normal driver. It lacked pace and reliability. 
Yeah, Ford now, Focus. Yeah, Ford Focus. Yeah. Now you put McRae behind the wheel, uh-huh. dude. If you look at the like the nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one seasons, mm-hmm. or yeah, those seasons with Ford, like it looks like he's driving like Humpty Dumpty after he fell off the wall. Right. right yeah, right. dude. Like it's like no bumpers. Everything is oh, shredded. Okay. I mean, he's driving these cars to shit, man. Uh-huh. But finally. Um, they they kind of in two thousand one they kind of catch it a little bit okay. and they, the car is reliable and he's ready to go and into the final race, um, into the final round he's one point ahead. Okay, all he has to do is beat I forget who the driver was but he has to beat uh a, another driver, um, to win. He doesn't have to hit first. He just has to beat this driver to get the points to win. Okay. But of course he can't hold back. Like it's not in him okay. to hold back and be conservative, right? Like this what being conservative in racing is important. We know that, right? You need right. to conserve tires. There's a stra- conserve the strategy strategy, side of it, right? right? Yes. That wasn't in his DNA. Okay. So he drove all out and he cut a corner <laughs> and flipped. flipped the motherfucking car. Uh, okay. And did not win and ended up retiring two years later. Okay. And he he kind of went into a few different things. I think he he did Le Mans, uh he did uh Dakar. Okay. He developed his own rally car also. Just kind of still in the world but not really competing. And then we get to my first real introduction to Colin McRae, the video game. No. Oh, okay. So my first introduction to Colin McRae was the X Games. Oh, okay. So prior to that, I had known of Colin McRae from like magazines. Sure. But I wasn't really big into rally. Yeah. I wasn't really big into racing, right? Well, they barely showed it here. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. my car world revolved around tuner culture. Mm-hmm. It didn't really, really revolve around that side of things. Sure. But then X Games brought over Rally Cross. Correct. And Colin McRae ended up competing. Did he? Yeah, and he it was Travis Pastrana and like I didn't even almost recognize who he was, mm-hmm. right? But Colin McRae was competing, Travis Pastrana, um I think Dave Mira was in it too. Was he really? Yeah, I think Dave Mira might have been I might be mixing years, but I think Dave Mira, the late Dave Mira, uh was competing also. McRae flips his Subaru <laughs> and loses to Travis Pastrana okay. by a tenth of a second. Wow. And um, he actually switched gears as he was upside. As the car was flipping, mm-hmm. he downshifts the car in preparation for the car flipping back over, and he keeps going. <laughs> Legend, right? Really? Legendary. Wow. Like, awesome. even as the car is flipping, he's still thinking racing, 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 right, racing. Right, right. I'm like, bro, like, this is my hero, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I would – let me ask you this. Like, would you – be more proud of winning a like let's say three first place trophies or people recon- or people recognizing you for driving 11 tenths all the time Ooh. it's almost like it's almost like which gives you bigger balls right you know um I, my personality would be on the three first places oh you'll be three first places that's just my personality oh though. yeah i'm not like I, I'll admit I'm not an 11 tenths guy like 100% of the time, which is what it sounds like he is, right? I, I don't know that I am either. Right. I, I don't know that I'm an 11 tenths Because we guy. let off on the Roval, so. I don't. I'm, oh, you don't? I don't. 
I do on that final turn. Yeah, before. I I don't lift at Auto Club and I don't lift at Big Willow. Okay, good well, for you. Right, but it took me uh, some time to get, to to that get point. there. Yes. Right, uh, right, but right. trusting your car. Yeah, yeah, but I don't. But I don't think I'm eleven tenths. Uh huh. Uh huh. I aspire to be. <laughs> you know, for me, sure. for my personality, I would much rather people look at me and say, "Okay, that guy hasn't won." But he motherfucker is crazy. Oh, okay. you know, like okay. like that's I think that's pretty cool. Like, yes, because he's definitely an automotive, an automotive hero for me. OK, uh, unfortunately, we lost him in to 2006. An, in helicopter crash. Helicopter crash. Very similar situation like Kobe. He oh, lost he really? lost a seven year old son with him, too. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. That. And he had two family friends with him. Oh, shit. Yeah. OK, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. And, and so we lost him. September 15th, 2006, uh, and he, you know, I'm sure he would have gone on and done great things, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. as a result of, you know, of his driving, his antics, not listening to Subaru, not listening to his co-driver, you know, really just kind of driving by his own style, yep. his own way. I think he's cemented as definitely as one of the legends and definitely a hero for me. I mean, he's the only one that's ever had a rally car game named after himself. He, is he? F, amongst all the other rally car drivers. Yeah, I think you're think right. Yeah. Any other rally game? I think you're right. And it's crazy like because he wasn't, you know, Timmy Mackin, is, is, he, he'll probably get profiled on this show eventually too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, you know, he was more, he won more, WRCs. Correct. But Colin McRae is the one we know more. Exactly. Yeah. Mm, yes. It's, a, it's that 11 tenths, man. It, it, you're right. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're probably right. Yeah. That's probably why. He got his own video game. He was in X Games. Yeah. Um, th That's what put him on the map, his craziness. Damn, man. Well, RIP Colin McRae. Yes. You're still inspiring plenty of us. Yes. Uh, Hopefully, I get to at least try Rally one day. You got to go up north, right? Uh, I think there might be there. like rally cross out here that you could start with. There's some in the dirt, I think, on the 215 yeah, somewhere. But if you want to drive through trees, you got to go up north. I don't know, That's man. That's a little scary. Yeah, <laughs> That's dude. super sketchy. I've seen some of Ken Block shit, too, when he's like flipping in the trees. And I'm like, yeah, not my own are, car. Yeah, you guys are a little crazy. Yeah. Definitely not my own car, but yes. it's not like we'll be sponsored by race teams anytime yes. soon yes but anyway that is our episode how do you find you can gone. find us at 91 octane.com that is all letters no numbers also like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast follow us on instagram at 91 octane and if you want to send us any emails uh messages hate mails tell us how colin mccray inspired you info at 91 octane.com any last words randy shout out to the wrc shout out to the wrc uh Bring back Group B. <laughs> bring back Group B. Bring, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Yes. Maybe just don't let the crowds kick it on the side. Exactly. Lose a <laughs> finger. Good night. All right. <laughs>